We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to US News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact seeker and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Welcome to Ashland University's Professional Learning Podcast. This is your host, Dr. David Silverberg. With us today is Steve Rubbs. He is an internet and technology entrepreneur who's founded four companies, including Victory XR, which produces virtual reality curriculum for schools. In 2018, Intel invited Victory XR to participate in its membership program, and Microsoft licensed its content. Viveport awarded Victory XR a prestigious award for educational VR content. Uh, welcome, Steve. Thanks, David. Happy to be here. Well, tell our listeners here, who are, of course, school and district administrators, what's the future of VR for education? What's your advice to them as they try and support learning into the new era? Sure. Uh, if you think about how students learn, many of us believe the best way to learn is kinesthetically, learning by doing. And, and that's difficult because we have students in a classroom or maybe now we have them on a Zoom webinar, but, but learning by doing is difficult in, in a traditional situation. And, and, and I get it. My father was a school teacher and, and in a former life, I was chair of the House Education Committee in the legislature. And so you know, there were a lot of things that, that you, you try to tackle with education. But now with virtual reality, and especially since the cost of the hardware has plummeted, suddenly we have the ability to allow students to, to learn by doing or to learn by going. For example, in, in one of our lessons, we teach about um, engineering design while standing on the Great Wall of China. And, and you get both a history lesson and this lesson about what is engineering design? Well, what's the problem? What's a potential solution? What are our resources, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a great lesson to learn when standing on the Great Wall of China. So it's a it's a great gift, one of, the, one of the most impactful things, I think, that we'll, we will see in the future of education is uh, augmented reality and virtual reality. And I imagine some of these things are even more acute. Uh, the value is more acute because of the hybrid or virtual needs given the pandemic, right? It's one of those issues that we had to figure out, how do you provide a solution that can be viewed on a computer monitor, on a mobile device, and virtually. And we figured out the virtual piece through a virtual reality headset before this, but uh, then we uh, partnered with the Engage platform and built our new campus on that platform, which also opens up the opportunity for participating through a computer, a mobile device, or now uh, completely immersing with a virtual reality headset. So students can come at the learning from uh, whatever technology they have at their fingertips. And so districts develop a partnership with you in some fashion where they then, the students access the campus? How does that work? Yeah, we sell a bundle either with the hardware or without the hardware, but uh, we sell licenses. So once they pay for a license, they have access to the, the VR content we've created, but also the campus. And in the campus, they can either access the classes that we have created or they can have their own student go in and using the lesson plans we develop and the tools that we provide, their, their teacher can actually teach a class 
on that campus in our science lab, in our astronomy center, uh, maybe the history museum, the art center, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I imagine this has incredible impact and challenge presented for both the teaching, learning, and assessment process. I mean, how is a school administrator or district administrator supposed to get their head around rolling this kind of thing out in a successful fashion? It's actually easier than one might think. So first of all, it's not something that a student would participate in all day. I mean, theoretically, they certainly could, but for the most part, you know, schools start with, say, a lab experience. You know, some schools, if you're a wealthier school district, you might go out and spend a couple million dollars building a science lab as an addition to your school. And that's great if you have a couple million dollars and, and wonderful. But what we've done is we've created a fully interactive science lab where a teacher is in the lab with the students in biology or in microchemistry or in many of these different disciplines. And instead of paying a million to two million dollars, you would pay ten to twenty thousand dollars for licenses and headsets. So it creates a situation where we talk about equity in education. Suddenly, students that come from school districts that have less money have equal access to, to the wealthiest school districts. Is it tough to train up teachers on this kind of instrument? We would suggest that it's not. We have a professional development program led by Renee. Gadella, our curriculum specialist, and Wendy Martin, who is uh, the world's leading hologram teacher. What Wendy would tell you, she was not particularly tech savvy when we recruited her, but she would tell you that it took her about four hours to learn to use the platform. And so Wendy and Renee are creating uh, a series of professional development uh, seminars inside virtual reality, and they're recorded so that if somebody can't attend them live, they can uh, still view them. And so clearly it has to be somebody who at least embraces the concept of doing things in a new way. Uh, you, know, you can't push people who are resistant to this, but plenty of teachers, especially science teachers and uh, computer science teachers that, that have an interest in trying new things. And this is one of those opportunities to really make a pretty dramatic impact on learning and even recruitment to your school, even public schools need to recruit students these days, private schools. And so if your school is the first one in your area that's teaching and learning in this really amazing way that students love to learn in, you know, it makes your school more attractive. And I understand, of course, there is space there that you talked about. I see that on your website as well as dissection of critters. But I think there's also a English language learning too. So it's not just STEM. Is that right? Yeah, so we have uh, history. We uh, licensed the content of Rome Reborn. So you can go stand back in the Colosseum or many of the great Roman structures 2,500 years ago as they existed at the time. We partnered with Oxford University Press to create uh, language learning for Mandarin speakers. We partnered with Carolina Biological to create uh, animal dissection, whether it's fetal pig or cat or those sorts of things. They're the leading curriculum company in the world for that sort of deal. And here's my favorite piece of it. You know, I grew up on Star Trek. I was a Captain James T. Kirk fan. And we built a planetarium. But when our team was building the planetarium, I said, you must build a transporter in, in the middle of the planetarium. You have no choice. This must happen. And so when you go to our planetarium, you do all the normal planetarium things, but then you step into our transporter and you beam up to the Victory XR starship. And then you take a spacewalk and you actually are 
up in space. I mean, actually, in, in, this, in our virtual world, you're up in space on the spacewalk, and it just takes your breath away. And uh, it takes my breath away hearing that. I'm a little bit scared. Should I be? Am I going to trip over a couch or something if I'm walking on the moon? Well, so f- first of all, yeah, and the moon is one of our other options. But first of all, uh, you don't move your feet at all. You teleport or you move virtually. So there's a lot of wonderful. And here's, let me just say one of the really just one of the things that amazed me. I knew it was possible, but when we actually did it, I was just blown away. So we had students in an anatomy class from across the United States, you know, one from Denver, North Carolina, Canada, Iowa. And so Wendy Martin, our science teacher, uh, she takes her hand and she puts it inside the cadaver. She pulls out a human heart and she hands it to the student from Denver. She teaches about it. The student from Denver looks at it. He hands it to the student from North Carolina. So here they are. They're in the same class, but yet they're, they're thousands of miles away. And the student from North Carolina then enlarges the heart so that it's about six, seven foot tall. And she steps inside the heart as her teacher is teaching her about the ventricles and cavities and all of those sorts of things. It's a level of learning that has never before been possible. And kids just love it. Well, it sounds really exciting, and I know that our listeners also are uh, outcome-oriented people. Can you tell us a little bit about the research that backs up the, uh, the impact of this for learning? Yeah, so the research is pretty strong, and learning in virtual reality, the biggest impact it has is on retention. And there are a number of studies that we, we list them on our website, but there's a number of studies that show students will retain, depending on which study, between 40, 60% more information. Even at the adult level, uh, Miami Children's Hospital did a study. They trained uh, nurses and other healthcare practitioners in basic skills like drawing blood and, and CPR, et cetera. They trained one group the traditional way, one group in VR. Then they tested them one week later and one year later. The group that learned traditionally, they had 20% retention after one week. The group that learned in a virtual reality headset they had 80% retention after one year. So what we know is you learn by doing. You remember kinesthetically when you've actually done something. And so that's why we create all these opportunities for students to actually touch and do and learn and go. I think it would be interesting for us to hear a little bit about the building that you're working from there too, because you're actually working from a school setting. Is that right? Yeah, so we, um, I had a wonderful elementary school experience. And I grew up and I had a son and I took him down there to practice some flag football on the school field. Um, and I saw a little sign that said, uh, we're closing the school and it's up for sale. And that was a sad day, but also a day I said, okay, I'm going to buy this school. So I, uh, I bought the school and that is now where we create new educational content for students all over the world. And I so- love the story. I love it. Yeah, I feel like, okay, it's sad when population shifts and and they close a school, especially one that has like deep emotional memories for you. But at the same time, we've done some amazing things there. We've created some amazing learning opportunities, and uh, I I feel very positive about that. And my office happens to be in the teacher's lounge. Okay. And for, for people that are wondering about what the challenge areas are, whether it be bandwidth or other areas that they have, we haven't really discussed today, what might be a challenge and a good strategy for overcoming that? There's a couple of uh, challenges. We all know that uh, hardware, when, when you have new hardware, and even though you can access on a, this on a computer or mobile device, 
really virtual reality should be accessed through a VR headset if you can get access to one. And so that's a friction point. But, you know, now that Oculus dropped the price to $400 and Pico's at $600 and Vive's at $700, it is less of an issue. It's about the price of an iPhone. So that's coming down quickly. But still, you got to put a little money in the budget for it. You can buy a, you know, a cart of headsets, uh, 20 headsets for about eight to $10,000. So, you know, that's not unreachable anymore. The other friction point is just adoption by teachers of learning a new way of teaching, the professional development piece. And we all know that we frequently don't learn to do something until we have to learn. You know, how many people learned to use Zoom in the last uh, three months? Yeah, now everybody knows. It's one of those things that uh, there has to be a real decision and dedication to saying, okay, we're going to try this out with, you know, two teachers initially and see how it goes and then, then move on from there. And for people that want to learn more about what you are offering and want to contact you or somebody else from your team to follow up, what's the best way for them to reach you? So our website is victoryxr.com, victoryxr.com, or you can just email me, steve at victoryxr.com. Easy as that. Fantastic. I really appreciate your time. I'm really excited to try it out myself sometime. Is there a spot on the website there where you can get kind of a virtual, virtual uh, experience for somebody that's just kind of dipping their toe in the water? Yeah, absolutely. Just go to our website. And uh, if you just, if you move around a little bit in our products, you'll, you'll see our vxr.direct product, which um, we provide schools uh, a free trial. So it's, cool. it's pretty easy. And if you, if you can't find it, just fill out the form and email us and we'll get back to you. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much. All right. Thanks for having me. Brought to you by Ashland University, your partner in the future of professional learning. This podcast is intended to cultivate a rich debate. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Ashland University. This podcast is licensed under Creative Commons. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.